Welcome back to another episode of the Shundria Show. This is an official Word with Ty Brownlow takeover. Yes, me, Ty Brownlow, host of Word with Ty Brownlow, taking over the Shundria Show today as she kicks off season five. All right, Shundria Brownlow, how are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much, Ty. I really appreciate it, babe. <laughs> no problem at all, mm-hmm. babe. Look, as I said before, this is a Word with Ty Brownlow official takeover of the Shandria show you're kicking off season five yes first of all first and foremost let me just say congratulations thank you okay like i know you know everything that you've been you know through the last year and a half um you know um have made tremendous strides we're going to talk about all that in a minute and um you know like it's just good to have you back and we're kicking off season five so let's get to these questions Let's do it. All right. Okay. So question number one, we're going to shift gears today. You know, you know, I'll be, you know, doing the interview questions, but how does it feel to, you know, start the fifth season of your very own talk show? I I have to say it feels tremendously well to be going into the fifth season of the Shundria show. I mean, I've been independently producing this show um, since 2017. It's a lot of episodes, <laughs> a lot of half an hour episodes that have been broadcasting that I have independently produced. And um, it's quite the accomplishment. And I'm, I, I don't take that lightly um, because, you know, if you'd asked me many, many moons ago or a number of years ago, you know, I was very eager to, you know, work with a network or get picked up. But it, it means so much more to me to know that, you know, my time, my energy, my blood, my sweat, my tears really went into, you know, getting myself to this point. I mean, I remember celebrating the first season and then the second season. And now um, now we're excited for the premiere of season five. So this is a great way to kick off the new season. Well, I'm glad that you, you know, talked a little bit about, you know, the beginning because you know as we said this is season five so you know let's just get right to it like what should we expect for season five? Oh, season five i am really looking forward to it um season five because it's um i plan to do a lot of the things i had yet to get to do for example mm-hmm. i've always wanted to do cooking segments um for season five um there are a lot of guests that i hadn't reached out to yet about being you know guests on the show mm-hmm. i want to do some pranks on the show i just want to do a lot of things that i um that i had yet to do and so season five will be a great mashup of you know, a lot of missed opportunities, um, a lot of new ideas, a lot of creative ideas, um, and just a way to take the show to the next level okay. and make it more enjoyable. You know, I know we're all we're all a lot of us are still at home. It's still the pandemic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we're still dealing with that. And so I, what I wanted for season five is to make it more fun. You know, I know um, the last the last few seasons have been incredibly informative. Mm-hmm. Um, I've featured a lot of 
experts, a lot of guests, a lot of people who have experienced adversity and triumph. And, you know, sometimes that can be really heavy, you know, and you're a talk show host, so you absolutely understand yes. that, you know, some, sometimes you're talking to your guests who've been through so much and um, the stories are so... <laughs> so um meaningful yeah. and they've been through so much but i mean this time around i want season five to be the season of fun of excitement um and just really thinking outside of the box so okay. you expect right. a, a whole new change for the Shandria show so you heard it here first <laughs> folks season five fun so now this next question is in a couple of parts so i'm going to take it you know bit by bit all right so as I, you know, stated before, you know, um, you were on a six month, you know, much needed hiatus. Um, but as far as the hiatus goes, what did you learn during that time away? I learned about focus. Um, you know, I am a true creative. I'm a true artist. You know, I'm truly passionate. And so when I dive into a project, you know, I'm all in, you mm -hmm. know, and so I learned that you know as multifaceted as sometimes as we think we are sometimes sometimes you do have to take a step back and just focus on that one thing and that was so hard i have a million notes in my phone on my laptop and my google drive just because i was so eager to like step away and work on other things or create and um i learned about myself that you know i can be laser focused on one thing it's it's, it's successful and multi tasking as i like to think i am <laughs> I, this proved that you know what you are able to like this i i literally did a hiatus on the shandria show and i think the last taping i did was april 30th and then i was like i'm not filming anymore until i'm done with school mm -hmm. and so that's the first time i've ever done that i've never taken a hiatus this long i mean i'm telling my publicist friends out there like nope i'm not doing any, any interviews right now and so you know, that's what I learned about myself, that I am multifaceted, but I'm also very disciplined and focused when I have to be. All right. Okay. All right. So what have been some of your highs and lows during your hiatus as far as your creativity and, you know, the need to study, you know, et cetera? Because as you said, you know, you've been writing down ideas, but also at the same time, juggling you know getting this mba you know writing a movie still having all these ideas and thoughts you know because at the end of the day you're still a creator right so um you know what have been some of the highs and some of the lows during that time oh definitely the high, the lows um i mean I, you know getting an mba online in person however you get it is it is challenging you know i will not for a second sit and pretend like it was just a walk in the park um ty can tell you firsthand i mean there was some struggle throughout this year i mean i'm so relieved to be done i don't know what to do with myself but yeah it's not an easy i mean i mean why should it be though you know why should a master's degree be easy to obtain you know it's like the higher you go of course it's going to be more challenging i i could think back to some of those first classes versus the last few classes i was in here like about to pull my hair out and so <laughs> Um, as far as my creativity, I would probably say the highs and lows came in waves because I wanted to create, like I wanted to come back and do the Shandria show like three months ago, you know, <laughs> like, and I was like teetering on like, okay, I think I can handle like coming back, you know, and study, you know, and I was 
torn with that because I was so eager to come back. And that's just that natural creative side, wanting to create something, wanting to create stories, tell stories, mm -hmm. you know, enjoying meeting new people and mm -hmm. telling their stories mm -hmm. and not being able to do that. So the highs were, the high moments were, were for me knowing like I was progressing, knowing like I'm moving through these classes, however long it takes, I am making progress. The end is near. But the low points were, you know, really wanting to get back out there and create, write films, film the genre show, you know. And um, I really wouldn't allow myself to do that because finishing was more important than creating. And that is, that's deep for me. Okay. All right. So <laughs> this, so that segues into like the last part of this question because you, you being a creative, you know, so now that you're actually done with things, you know, trying to get back into the flow of, you know, things, you know, takes time or sometimes you can, you know, force yourself into a new direction, which isn't bad, you know, um, but has the hiatus helped or hindered your creativity, would you say? Oh, the great question. I, I would say it's helped my creativity. Um, I would say it's helped my creativity because this is my golden rule. I don't allow myself to focus on things like, okay, I'm a, I'm a human being. So of course I would get distracted. Of course I would have moments where like, I don't feel like studying today. <laughs> I don't feel like doing anything today. I just want to create. So and then I get these like bits of inspiration, like, ooh, you know what would be a good movie? You know what would be a good segment? You're like, you know, you have inspired thought. You could be watching a television show like, ooh, I could write a show about a doctor who, you know, finds his long lost brother and then I'm going to make this into a six part series. And before I know it, like knowing me, I will write that whole treatment before I go to bed, you know? And so it was challenging to say the least to not be able to create. I mean, it was, that was hard. That was very, very, very hard. And then I would, you know, come and tell Ty, like, I swear I have this idea, you know, but my rule is if I, if it takes more than five minutes, to, to research, to, to explain, to whatever. If it, if it takes me more than five minutes, that means I'm already spending too much time on it. So that was my, my rule for myself. Like, nope, it's taking you too long to do it. It's not, it's less important than school right now. Nothing is more important than school right now. And so okay. I'm glad I had those moments. Okay, you know what? So. I can get with that. And I think that's a good rule. You know, if it's more than you know this amount of time well i don't really need to be focusing on that because i have you know this major 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 investment you know obligation what have you you know in school to take care of so i mean distractions are easy i mean they come they oh come yes they are easily <laughs> like distractions come easily. I mean, it could be if you, I mean, and this applies to anything, whether you're going to school or whatever your big mm -hmm. picture goal is, whatever that goal is, things can come and go. And it's not necessarily they're bad things, but it's come to time where you have to choose. Like in this moment, is this more important than what I'm working toward? Right. Um, and I don't know that I would be happy at this point had, I mean, I've easily, easily could have done two films this summer. Like that was the plan. Like this summer, 2021, we are filming. If you would ask us back in February, I had all these plans in February, like in this summer, I'm, we're going to Atlanta. We're going to be filming. Like it was so many things that like, I wanted to do, but school come, school came first. Okay. All right. All right. So now we're going to get a little personal. 
All right. You know, let's just slow it down a little bit. You know, not too personal now. You know, personal in a good let way. Let me have a sip. Yes. You know, <laughs> let me uh, adjust my tie. You know, as we ask these questions here. <laughs> okay. No. <I'm> just <laughs> um. So. And let me just say, these questions are for the viewers who just may want to know a little bit more about you. A lot of these, I know, you know, the answer to, but I'm just going to ask. (laughs) Anyway, all right. So my first question, are you a morning person or a night person? (laughs) I already know the answer to that question. I'm a morning. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I am not a morning person. I am definitely a night owl. Um, always been, I like to tell people my mother worked nights at the post office when she was pregnant with me. So my running joke has been that it's her fault that I'm a night owl because mom was working nights at the post office <laughs> when she was carrying me. And even after I was born, um, you know, she continued to do that for a while. So she would be up, I would be up still kicking it so yes i am definitely a night owl um mornings are generally hard um (laughs) even if i'm tired in the evening it's the weirdest thing even if i'm tired in the evening i'll I'll come on and be like i am so exhausted i am so tired i'm so tired i will not go to sleep and then this one over here is the morning person so i don't know how the night owl marries the morning person but somehow it works (laughs) somehow somehow (laughs) ladies and gentlemen somehow what is your favorite food or well, I'm sorry what is your favorite dish and snack food Ooh, favorite dish pastas Italian foods all types of pastas I just love if it's chicken parm or some alfredo sauce or lasagna I mean all of that is my jam um so I guess I like flour uh <laughs> as far <laughs> as snack foods um I'm not really a sweet eater um but I do like Man, my jam is great grains cereal <laughs> with cranberries. Like that is my that is my late night snack. Like ninety five percent of the time, you might catch me. You know, I might partake in a cake or something like that. But I'm not one to really. I don't really eat junk food like that. But yeah, my jam, my snack, the snack of snacks is great grain cereal at like cereal. twelve o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Midnight cereal, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She likes I don't eat midnight it during the cereal. day. It's only right. cereal late at it's night. It's only nighttime cereal. <laughs> cereal is only made to be eaten at the midnight right. hour. I do not eat it during the day. <laughs> All right. So for those who, okay, this next one, for those who may not be, you know, as well acquainted with the five love languages, there are five love languages, okay? So there, the first, the first love language, of course, is words of affirmations, nice words to your mate. For those who may not understand, gifts is number two. Everybody knows everybody gifts. Everybody loves gifts. Right, everybody loves gifts. All right. Number three, acts of service. That can be anything from bringing the remote to a can of soda, to a beer, to a glass of wine. To the iron, toothbrush, whatever. Acts of service. That's number three. Quality time. You and your mate. Not you, your mate, <laughs> and your buddies, and 
your cousins and everyone else, you know, uh, just that quality time between you and your mate. Physical touch, you know, you and your mate are together, put your hand on their knee. Have them put their hand on your knee, you know, and look into each other's eyes. There you are. All right. There it is. Okay. <laughs> so going through all these five love languages, what's your love language? Ooh. Uh, I mean, all of those resonate with me, but I feel like um, acts of service probably align most with me. Like, I feel like I love through acts of service and I like for acts of service to be, I mean, I am, I probably ask you to do <laughs> a million things, like, especially late at night. Like, mm -hmm. can you give me a water bottle? Like, so I don't know, like, but I, I'm, I'm also like giving, like I will, I did this for you, you know, like, Oh, I made your life easier. I, I, to me, that's what I, if I break acts of service down, it's not about somebody like necessarily bringing you something per mm -hmm. se, but I like the idea that somebody like thought enough of you to make your life easier in some way. Like, okay. you know, like if you're like, for example, <laughs> when I had to return my phone, I got a new phone through my phone, through our phone carrier. And so we'd have to do a trade, you know, you, you, you have to, they mail you the phone, the new phone, and then you have to send your old phone back via the mail. So I was telling my sister, like, um, she's like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, this is, I have to take my phone to the UPS store. And she's like, I'll take it for you. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like you would have thought she gave me a million dollars. Like I was so like touched by that, but that's a great example of just like, that's how I like to be loved and that's how I show love. Like I do things for people and you know, it really warms my heart when somebody like tries to simplify your day. That means a lot. So okay. that. All right. Okay. Well, I try to simplify today. He ways does and simplify right. my day. Okay. All right. We asked our social media followers to send us questions to ask Chandria in the hot seat and they delivered. All right. So our first question comes from at Brittany K. Jackson, who asks, you've operated in multiple capacities as a host, writer, director, producer, and graphic designer for your own shows and film projects. Is there an area you are most passionate about? I think um, that I think my talk show is probably going to always hold the, the most special place in my heart. Um, I've been most dedicated to it the longest. So I would probably say I'm most, most passionate about hosting or journalism. Um, but everything else is a close second. Okay. All right. All right. And our second question comes from, I am Nikki Miller who asked, what was your why for starting your show? My why for starting my show was um, my intention to create what I was seeking. Um, prior to starting the Chandria show, I was hopeful <laughs> <laughs> that I would score or land a production company or a network or someone to give me the opportunity to have my own show. Mm -hmm. um, I really had a limited mindset at that time and not nothing against it because that's a very traditional way of 
making it in the industry per se is to get someone's attention. Like if you're a musician, yeah, your first thought is to get a record label, you know, to a record label's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that there aren't alternative ways to get to the goal. And so my why was to create is to create what I see, what I was seeking for a long time. Um, and I hope that I'm an inspiration to others who, whether you want to be a journalist or any type of creative, I hope that I inspire people to not wait on opportunities, but instead to create them. Okay. All right. All right. There it is, y'all. Inspire. Inspiration. Um, so fourth question basically comes from at Akira Rashan. All right. All right, Akira Rashan, who asked, if you were to write a book about your life, what would the title be? Oh, Akira. <laughs> um, I The title would be The Ultimate Takeover. Hmm, Ultimate Takeover. Okay, why? The Ultimate Takeover because I am living my dreams of 10 years ago you know um mm. i am living in terms of just you know being married having the success of the show um the longevity of the show i've put in a lot of time and work and energy and um to even just have a supportive partner while doing that mm-hmm. i've um i don't know i just i said the ultimate takeover because i really kind of sat idly for a long time overthinking some years or maybe feeling like I didn't have I never had doubt in myself but sometimes I would feel like I didn't have the proper resources to make having my own show possible I remember I could think back to like 2013 wanting my own show you know um and kind of overthinking in my mind what it took to get there you know and so I wish that I could go back in time and and tell 2013 Chandra like Girl, we're going to we get, we're going this, this we win. We're going to figure it out, you know? We're going to we're going to figure it out and then to present day have an independent talk show that broadcasts in 200 cities. I mean, that is my wildest dreams of 2013. Like that is like that was my first year of my first taping for the talk show, but they were few and far between and I just would dream and I would you know, write in my journal and I would just envision having my own show and I I'm still I'm still climbing you know I haven't reached the pinnacle of the success that I see for myself Mm -hmm. but I'm not where I was you know for sure and I no longer lack you know the confidence um, in myself or in my resources to get it done even through a pandemic you know you and I haven't missed a beat you know so um, the ultimate takeover is what I would call it okay all right all right so last question and this is from at Kanika, um, who asked the question, what was the wow moment for you in your career up to this point? Ooh, the wow moment in my career. Up to this point, yes. You know what? Um, I've had a lot of wow moments. I, I can think of two. The first wow moment was the very first city that agreed to run the Chandra show, which was Padnet. <laughs> Shout out Shout to, out Long to Beach. Padnet in Long Beach, California. LBC. Shout out to everybody that works in that station. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we appreciate the Brownlows definitely appreciate everybody at Padnet. But Padnet was the first station 
um, who ran, who aired the Shondria show on television. Um, and I, and I was living in Los Angeles and there's another station in Los Angeles that wouldn't even air my show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I lived in Los Angeles. Crazy. Um, but Padnet got me through quick and, and I mean all the airtime and, and, and they were rerun it and it was just beautiful and I'm still airing on Padnet to this day. And so that was my first wow moment because that solidified what I knew. I knew if I, if I just make this content and put it together, I will get it out there. I will get it on TV screens. I will get it at homes. And um, it's something special about knowing. It's like when you know a plan, like and you're, when you have that plan in your mind and you are surefire that that thing is going to work. And then it, you get that first sign that it's like officially worked. Like it oh, works. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, there's a spark. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and all I got to do is rinse and repeat and do this all over again. So that was my first wild moment was having a station, pad net, say <laughs> yes. <laughs> to broadcast a show, your show on television. Um, the second wow moment was when I did did that, ended up in, in 100 cities. And then in 2019, Ty and I hosted a 100 cities mixer. Yes. In LA. Yes, we did. And- Wonderful time. It was a wonderful time and a very special time. I mean, and although I've reached the 200 mark at this point, those are my wow moments because, you know, at this point, you know, now I'm, now the show is in 200 cities. So now I've branched into filmmaking, you know? And so then I created that first film, Dare to Love, and then put Dare to Love in 200 cities and broadcast it on TV. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like, had it not been for those wild moments, had it not been for that first station to say, yes, we'll put your show on TV. And then all those other stations that came after them. And then to be able to celebrate a milestone of 100 cities, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see your dreams unfold. It makes you dream more, you know? Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, let me just say this, you know, um, first and foremost, I, I definitely enjoyed myself taking over the Chandria show, you know, interviewing and talking to you, you know, just about everything that's been going on with you, you know, these past six months to a year, um, you know, Normally, I would end work with Ty Brownlow, my own show, by asking people what is the one word that best describes them. But I'm going to do something totally different. Because technically, this is not work with Ty Brownlow. Mm-mm. You know, this is the Shandria <laughs> show. So I will, hmm, I will offer up part of one of the ingredients to love language. And I will offer these words of affirmation to you. Um, I look forward to seeing what season five has to offer. I look forward to seeing the show grow to greater heights than what, you know, man, you've come a long way, all right? You talk about 2013, you talk about 2017. We're now here in 2021 you know and um you've grown each year and gotten better each year and expand the brand each year and you know you just continue to work 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 and um you know i just want to say i love you for your inspiration i love you for you know the person that you are uh very kind very genuine but hardworking, 
you not only inspire me, I know you inspire others as well. And I love you and appreciate you as well as I'm pretty sure others do. So thank you. Those are my words of affirmation. (laughs) All right. So since I can't do my traditional, you know, but um, let me just say once again, I've enjoyed this. This has been Ty Brownlow. Remember, you can follow me all social media platforms at work with Ty Brownlow. You can go to my website, tybrownlow.com. You can go to my YouTube page, Word with Ty Brownlow. As I said before, all social media platforms, Word with Ty Brownlow. See you next time. Continue to tune in to the Shandria Show. Come with me. I'm headed down the right path. I feel so brave. My head held high and I'm showing class. Dreams ignited. Every-